Welcome to Great News, another episode with uh, Kevin Ryder and Mike Catherwood. Um, we we do this because for the new year, you need to have positive stories in your life. Yeah, we're heroes. We're heroes. That's yeah. what I was trying to say. Yeah, not all heroes wear capes. And no, so some of them wear shorts and correctly. Yes. Old T-shirts mm-hmm. and no shoes or socks. But listen, the point is positive stories to make you to restore your faith in humanity. So that's As, what we do. Oh, and podcast. honestly, it's it's a disservice that other news shows are doing to you by making you think that humanity is bad and mean and divisive. When in actuality, it's a very small it is. minority. Oh, what? I oh no, not minorities. No, no, I didn't mean that. I said it's a minority of Wow. wow. That's <laughs> record time. People. Even for you, that's record time. <laughs> <laughs> Intro! The show's about to begin, bro. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Ah. Beautiful. Better, better. My first story involves a 14-year-old and... Um, and and Chris Hansen? I don't have to bring up... <laughs> I don't have to bring up what Mike and I were like as 14-year-olds. Right. I mean, you don't established, you know, you the viewer know. Correct. Yes. So there's a, uh, there's a a kid named uh, Archer Calder from Cypress, Texas, and he has been unable to speak with his younger sister, Della. She has uh, something called Bainbridge Roper syndrome, and she can't communicate using language much like me, but for her, it's a medical thing. Um, And her brother said, all right, she can't do that. What What are my options? What should I do? I'm going to create an app so that she can click on certain things and she can talk. She can tell me whatever she wants to tell me. Wait, he Isn't just it, created an app? He's like, you know what? Is, I'm tired of throwing in the towel. Yeah. I'm gonna... wow. yeah. You know what I'm going to do? Create an app and it's going to uh, make it so that somebody who's been unable to um, communicate her entire life will be able to communicate Wow. Because it seems like that should be good. Yeah. Watch this Watch this story. It's crazy. You were telling me how you wanted a scooter for, from, from Santa. How you wanted a scooter for Christmas. Is that true? Scooter. Yeah, you want scooters? This is Della. The 14-year-old was born with a rare genetic condition that impacts her ability to speak. We didn't really realize that there was an issue until she was about one and she wasn't meeting her her milestones. So difficulty um, sitting up, crawling. We also noticed um, no, there was no speech. She's completely nonverbal. Train. You want to go ride the train? Della's brother Archer has been developing a web application to help his sister communicate. She wants to communicate like everybody else. And just imagine how hard it would be if you couldn't communicate by talking to people. The website lets users program buttons with images of their choice that represent words. I like you. Nuggets. Nuggets. Okay. Train. Yeah, we're going to go to the train. We're still going to go to the train. In the past, when we had to run errands, we just took her. She was never really consulted. And, I mean, now today, outings start with us just asking, hey, you want to go do this? You want to go do that? Yes, I want to go do that. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. You want to go fast? I want to go faster. You want to go faster? 
whenever I first made the application. I spent like an hour or two uh, coding the tile pad for her and making sure that has all of her favorite buttons and stuff. I remember like I gave it to her, I put it on her iPad and she opened it up until like, you know, one or two things and then closed it out and watched what she was watching. Like all of this had amounted to this small interaction, but it was a big deal for me um, seeing her communicate with my application. I want everyone to have a moment like that with their nonverbal sibling or friend. So I have a nonverbal sibling. Now that being said, a lot of apps on the app store that are made for people who can't talk are extremely, extremely expensive. That's why Archer made his app free for anyone to use. When I had first made my first video, I only expected it to receive, you know, a few dozen, a hundred views. When it received a million views, I got a lot of comments, a lot of comments congratulating me. And originally, because I was such a junior developer and I knew it, I kind of felt this sense of like imposter syndrome. The good part about it, you know, I got a lot of eyeballs on the project and, you know, I got a lot of contributors who wanted to contribute their code. Archer made his software open source, which means other coders can add new features to the app. Today I'm going to show us how we can control free speech with just our eyes on the iPad using an awesome application called Hawkeye Access. I will then look up the word hello. Hello. Blink. While the app is still a work in progress and is still only accessible through a website, it's already helping people across America and the world find their own voices. So the fact that he's motivated to help other people, he takes in um, the comments that they have, he takes in the suggestions. That's what any parent wants for their, for their son. They're, they want their child to grow up to be empathetic and now here he is in a very tangible way helping other people. Wolf, Blitzer. CNN, Washington. Screw you. Why, why were we so bad as kids? Uh, not, only, not only did he come up with an app that like could revolutionize the way people talk, you could make a free. lot of money for, from an app, a lot of money. And he noticed that everything was so expensive in this realm that he just said, you know, I'm gonna put up for free, I'm gonna put up open source code. So you can go in, write your own code, make it your specifically for what you need, and it's just free. It's, it's, a, it's, free. A, it's a beautiful story, and that young man really is just deserves so much credit because as you pointed out, yeah, he didn't even do it for financial gain. Um, I was thinking though, I don't, I would never be able to do that at 14 because of course I'm a moron, but I do think I'm not so bad that I wouldn't do it if I could. Like if I had the brain power to do that, even right. at 42, right. I would, I probably would. Uh, right. I just, I can't believe that that kid can do that. That's just so amazing. Can and did. And it worked perfectly. I did. I did enjoy the part of the story where he said that his sister Checked it out for a couple of minutes and then just went back to watching something else. <laughs> this guy Listen. comes up. This guy comes up with something that's a miracle, and she's like, eh, "All right, I got this. Uh, I got this Roger and Ebert syndrome. My, sto my stories are on, so <laughs> I have to go watch TV. I don't know why she's in the 1970s and a, and a housewife. No, yeah, no, she's <laughs> definitely watching Days of Our Lives. 14 years old. Um, that's a great story. Great start. That is Kevin. Thank you. My story. Mm -hmm. Yes. comes from my life. This was a great news story that happened to me. Is that right? Sure. So just yesterday, mm -hmm. driving home from doing some chores that I needed to handle 
And uh, my wife and my daughter needed me to stop at the store. And I went to the store and there was not this one specific thing there that I needed to get. So I went to a different supermarket. And next thing I know, it's getting later than I wanted it to be for me to return home. So I said, you know what? I'll stop and get them lunch because they're probably starving. So I pull into where, Kevin? In-N-Out Burger because it's in my blood. You know, even though I'm out here in the great state of Texas, got to get a double-double every once in a while. I mean, we did grow up uh, a majority of our lives um, in Southern California. And In-N-Out is, if you're going to get food, that's... It's always, it's, it's never a bad choice. Correct. There's never a time when it doesn't matter what time of day doesn't it doesn't matter if you had in and out earlier that day in and out's always mm-hmm. like, oh, you're like, OK, I'll, yeah, I mean, I, there's no problem with that. Um, right. So I pull into in and out here in Texas. There's not very many, but there is one kind of close by to us. And I place my order and I get to the front and a uh, guy goes, let me make sure you got your order. I got uh, two double doubles, protein style, uh, animal style, blah, blah, blah. And I go, yeah, yeah, got, got it right. And he goes, okay, well, uh, the girls in front of you paid for you. And I said, really? We've done a story just like this before. I'm talking about. I go, what'd you say? He said, yeah, the girls in front of you, they took care of it. And I said, oh, wow. And I'm kind of, obviously, I'm flattered, but I'm, I'm, I'm a little, like, stuck and confused because I'm like, well, what, what do I do now? And I look for it, and they turn around, and they're waving to me, and it was like, teenage chicks they were young you know so for them to to think you did that was uh very nice of them and i go well i guess uh i'll pay for the person behind me and he goes okay he goes that'll be 6.95 i go boom score it was like one fifth of what i charged <laughs> what i ordered but uh hopefully the trend continued and uh i was very close to the front of uh of this little deal so Hopefully it uh, continued on, but uh, I remember Could have we continued did that story on about- th- throughout the day. Yes, because yeah. I remember we did the story about the Chick Fil A in Phoenix area that did like hundred and ninety something people. Yep, and you and I both were like w- w- immediately, "Who's the final dude who was like, you know what, I'm good." I know a hundred. <laughs> And 90 people have paid for the person behind it. But uh, all right, thanks for my food. I'll see you later. Thanks. Worked in my favor. I'm doing well. The person behind me? No, I don't care. I don't care. Hopefully it went on. And the only reason they stopped at 190 something is because it closed. But there you go. My really nice person decided to pay for my lunch. And here's what I love about that, too. They paid for your lunch. And your immediate thought is, okay, well, I should do something. Then what should I do? Like that's that is good. That's how good people work. They it, did it, that for yeah. you, and then you said, "I'm going to pay for the car behind me as long as it has a six dollar limit." Yeah, I mean, I, sure, you could put a limit on it. That's you. But I'm saying most people they just need a tiny little nudge, and they want to help get involved. Do the same thing as well. Yeah, I, you're right. Yeah, what we've come to notice from doing this show is that. It's contagious. Doing it is contagious. And people just kind of need the spark because the flame yep. exists in- internally. I guess the fuel exists internally, you know? Yeah, I don't like the where this is going. But right. yeah, exactly. It doesn't take much. Somebody does one tiny little thing and then it might, even Mike in his head, even Mike thought I should do something as well. So yeah, Mike, I mean, so I got Mike there. do that. 
I saw that they were young females, so I got their license plate number and made sure that I could <laughs> maybe check up no, later. And then I paid one, for the person buying. That is 100% where I thought that story was going. <laughs> of course. Uh, my next story is about 87-year-old Renee Nira. Nice. Who, who has been working for, toward a college graduate degree since the 1950s. <laughs> Why since the rush? The ninth, since the 1950s. In 2016, when he was uh, 82 years old. And by the way, when I'm 82 years old, there's not going to be schooling. There's not no. going to be studying. There's going to be just pudding. That's it. Pudding. Pudding. Uh, maybe maybe Fox, a little ice Fox cream. News. Sure. No, I mean, okay. <laughs> if that's your thing. I'm just thinking, My, like, what do old people do? You know, like. Yeah, no, I, that's true. It's going to be like a, way too much tanning. I'm going to be that leathery old man. Sure. You'll never no wear movement. a shirt. You'll never wear a shirt. Sure. No. Just because. You know, you can get away with anything when you're old. Yes. That that's when you can like say offensive things and have people go, "Oh, isn't that cute? He's just an old guy." And certainly this, sit on your ass, not go to college. Right. In 2016, the guy was 82 years old, and he enrolled in Palo Alto College in San Antonio, Texas. And it just so happens that his granddaughter was enrolling in that school at the exact same time. So grandpa and granddaughter enrolling in a college at the exact same time. She was a communications major, which we all know is a, a bogus major where you really don't learn anything. No. Um, he was a uh, economics major. So they basically, it's so bizarre because at 82, the guy goes, you know what I want to do? I want to finish college and get a degree. Um, watch the story and listen to his granddaughter talk about her grandfather. Joined by his granddaughter, Melanie Ann Salazar. <laughs> Melanie Ann Salazar Cunaude. My grandpa has been in and out of school since the 1950s. So since the 50s, he has been working towards his bachelor's degree and it has been one of his life's goals and dreams. But in the 50s, he fell in love, got married, started a family, so wasn't able to continue school right away. 2017, the pair enrolled at University of Texas San Antonio. Get lunch together, be in the library together, and just like work silently side by side. Renee made a degree of recognition. In December 2021, they graduated together. Yay. Imagine that. Melanie earned a degree in communications. Yeah, because she's cute. Renee graduated with a degree in recognition and economics. I, I'll I explain wanted that to in a cry second. out of happiness that I was able to have that memory. And really, because I'm also really proud of my grandpa, knowing and seeing how hard he had to work. So, so that part where it says that he got a degree um, in recognition, he got recognized for his... Um, technically, he didn't get enough credits. Technically, he didn't really graduate. 
Well, technically, you could suck my balls because he's 80-something years old. So right. just give him the diploma. Right. Well, that's what you know? they did. They made up a diploma. They literally said, listen, we can't give you a real diploma because you didn't get all of the credits that you need. Totally so we're okay going to give you a, um, a certificate of recognition. It's a participation trophy, basically. Yep. And I, and which I, normally... I, just want to say, I just want to say this is a beautiful story. Yeah. But... 82 year old, not a great student. That guy's been trying to get a bachelor degree since 1950. And he yeah. doesn't have enough credits. No, like if you had a friend that was 30 and still in college, you're like, dude, what's your, you're not maybe, a med student. You know, like you're not at law maybe, school. Maybe something else for you. Yeah. <laughs> Loop, can't, you're, you're not a dumb person. Be it, come, let's go. Become right. an electrician or something. Like, get, start working. <laughs> get, a, get a good job and go. But the school, I thought, was really cool to sort of come up with some type of, it's not a degree, but, yeah, you know, no, something definitely. That, so that he could participate okay. in, you know, graduation with his granddaughter. This is why it's okay. There's so many BS celebrities that get made up diplomas where the school just manipulates something and does all these gymnastics to give them a completely BS uh, degree. Right. Uh, so... I think it's totally okay to do it for the 80 something year old person who who's been at your school since like the fifties. Right. But isn't there a part of you that goes, the dude's been around since his, since 1950. Isn't really just a four year program. Maybe he's know. just a pervert. He's like, I just want to stay around the 19 year old girls. He's, he's Matt McConaughey from days of abuse. Like <laughs> I get older. They stay the same age. Feed me some pudding. So you think he wanted to enroll the same time as his granddaughter because she could be a wingman? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, you're. Listen, honey, don't you have any friends you can introduce grandpa to? Grandpa needs to eat. <laughs> no, it's lunchtime. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have another story, Kevin. Yeah. Another fantastic story about uh, a senior citizen. This one's very heartwarming, and it is a holiday story. Um, there is a a chain of um, grocery stores in the UK called Sainsbury, mm-hmm. and uh, this this man, eighty six year old Edwin Holmes, he is a, a senior citizen who lives at a, a, a long term care facility right near a Sainsbury um, grocery store in Leeds. He goes in quite frequently, and um, the twenty two year old girl working behind the counter. Her name is Ellie Walker. She loves Edwin. He, she is, and, and I quote, he is without a shadow of a doubt my favorite customer. Well, she saw that, you know, the holidays were coming coming around and he was still buying the same kind of single serving TV dinners and whatnot. And she just asked him, like, are you going to be with family for Christmas? Or you? And he said, no, I, all my grown children actually live outside of the country. And my wife passed away five decades ago. So I guess his wife tragically died a very long time ago. And he's been a widower ever since. He never thought to meet anyone else because his wife was his lady. Well, Ellie stepped into gear and she said, well, you're not spending it alone. I'm going to take you out on a date. And check it out. This dude put on a suit, brought her flowers and they sat and they had a Christmas dinner date 
inside the supermarket restaurant that's attached to the supermarket. And uh, he, he brought flowers, put on a suit, and they had this magical kind of Christmas Eve date. And uh, they, she asked, they asked Ellie about, you know, the flowers in the suit. And she said, I was just so flattered that he would think to go through such, you know, to, to go to such an extent just to please me. It was our silly little date. I kind of did it just to spend time with him because I like him. And he says, well, it was my first date in 55 years. I was not about to go out the house in a T-shirt and trousers. I had to bring flowers because I certainly wasn't going to come empty handed. I love that it's his first date. Yeah. I love that in 50 years. I love and, the width. Of, I love the width of his tie, and yeah. I love that he. I love that he cuts his own hair. I like all of that about him. We don't even need to look. His pants are so high, right? <laughs> yeah, his pants. He had to pull down his pants for these shots because they're <laughs> like right, right, just above his armpits. That's a. It's an awesome story, right? Really sweet. Yeah, definitely. Look how and, sweet she is. Yeah, she is, and uh, and uh, looker. I'm not gonna, you know, avoid that. And I'm just gonna say, I don't expect her to break him off full on sex, but roadhead on the way home. I mean, I don't, I don't think I don't. I that guy might die. Is there I mean, you, is there a problem with that? At that because age, he died. He died doing what and, he loved, and he goes up to the pearly gates, and he's like, I was getting blown. And next thing you know, uh, no, I, mean, I guess he's British. So he's like, oh, next thing you know, takes out my my wanker, and here I am in heaven. This seems fantastic. <laughs> Listen, I'm sure that's how it ended. I'm sure it is for him, just because. But how great is she? Yeah, no, that's a, so, a really beautiful. So many, all kidding aside, great. There's for so many her people and, where um, there's that great an age difference. You're nice. Maybe he's your favorite customer. You chat a little bit. You talk with him. Do you have dinner with him where he gets like showered and shaved and puts on a suit and, you know, has a couple of condoms in his wallet? You know, does that happen? Sure. Not usually. It's a, a like a like a like a leather condom from World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> with actual bullet holes in it. Yeah. <laughs> A German soldier put one in me my crotch, but I, you know, I decided to save it. I didn't want to waste money. <laughs> All right, my next story is about an old man as well. Um, there, he has a, he has a grandkid, and he plays the saxophone. Now, I'm not going to lie; he's, he's not good. He's not a good saxophone player. <laughs> but watch the baby's reaction to Grandpa playing the saxophone. Adorable reaction went viral online. Oh, you kid. 
led to a GoFundMe page to get Grandpa Sims a new saxophone. Nice! Right? And this is him He's unboxing boring. the new saxophone. Now he plays Braylon's favorite song, Itty Bitty Spider, on the new instrument. Wow, that's beautiful. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Other people saw this great and wanted to get in on it, so they started GoFundMe page and they get him a new, a new saxophone. Just like we talked about earlier, it's contagious, man. Not only did people see that incredible video of that just beautiful child and, you know, the nice moment they shared, they're like, you know, we, we got we to gotta spruce up his saxophone. That's awesome. Right. And right. can I, can we just cut the bullshit real quick? Uh, he's 35. He's awful. He's awful. What? Oh, he's is that 35 years old. He's, and he's a grandpa. Like, yeah. Okay. I, I really, people, I understand we live in a different age and political correctness and whatnot. And certain, but we need to talk about this stereotype of black don't crack. It's fucking real and it's unfair because that guy and and Idris Elba and Angela Bassett, it's, that's impossible. That guy had to be my age at least. He looked like he was in college. Oh, don't say that. He's not in his 90s. <laughs> Don't refer to yourself that way. Here's here was my take. My take was completely different, um, and that is they can't. They couldn't have done a GoFundMe for some lessons because he's not great. They not met, great. they might have, but they wanted he's to keep the theme great, of the story he's so. Not a, he's positive. not a great player. He's not great at playing the saxophone. I also wouldn't mention that I'd been playing since the fifth grade. Like if that right. story is about me, I would have lied. I've been like I picked it up six months ago. Right. The kid said he liked it. I don't. I don't really know how to play, but you know, I'm trying. Right, exactly. But no, he's been playing since the fifth grade, and he's still not good. But that kid loved it. Yeah, and, and that's that's that why it went is viral an because possibly cute child. Yes, exactly, and that's why the video went child. I mean, uh, the viral because yeah. you see a little kid like that, and you see the joy in that kid's face, even though the saxophone playing is garbage. He loves it. And it just makes him so happy. And that's the kind of thing that really gets things to go viral because people love to see joy. That is the best when children, I will go and do, you know, like silly character voices and, and, and pretend to be a pirate or a, or uh, an elf or something, uh, you know, when my daughter has her friends over and and they just like six year old, seven year old people are, they think I'm Jim Carrey and his prime. And I'm just like, I, I'm the worst, but this is so great because you guys, you would think that I'm Eddie Murphy in 1983, you know, like. <laughs> but you were doing raw? Yeah. <laughs> the kid's birthday party? Uh, completely unedited. <laughs> Kevin, I have a I have a doggy story here. All right. And Courtney and I were talking about this before the show. This mm-hmm. is so funny and so impossible and so cute. Excellent. But I want to show you. How animals, at the very least mammals, have a lot of the same trends and a lot of the same habits and behavior. Because this young lady dog is not happy with someone messing with her. So what does she do? She says, I'm going to go get my man. And you just watch out. When I go get my boyfriend, I'm going to come back and you're going to recognize. All right. So there's a good, good size pit bull. Here right. comes the, like, what, here you want to take pictures? The, okay, I'll be right here back. Here comes the, y'all don't really want it like that. Yeah. Here comes the, 
What's up? What's up? What's up? You met my lady? You met my lady? My name is Mac. Come on! He came to regulate! That's pretty strong. You just wait. You just wait right there. You're looking through the fence? Uh-uh. Not on my not on my watch, buddy. I'm gonna go get Mac. Oh, what, 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 honey? What? Is someone's messing with you? You better back off, buddy. Right. I don't call the cops around here. I take care of things myself. <laughs> I love that story. I love this. I don't know why. I mean, listen, we love dogs. And there's a dog story in every single great news with Kevin and Mike. It's not a because. problem either. No. We, they might increase. They might increase. I don't know. If you like this kind of podcast, um, and it's important to, I think it's important, not because we do it. Let's be honest. It's important because you need some hope. You need hope that people are okay, and not everybody's a terrible human being. And there's a lot of people out there doing a lot of beautiful things, and that's the kind of stuff that we need to focus on. So we do a you know four minute po podcast twice a week, and you can just kind of get your fill of uh, hey. Not everybody's a dick. There are some people who are really, really doing wonderful, good things. And we like to focus on that. So if you like that type of thing, you can subscribe to the podcast and uh, you can get the audio version anywhere where podcasts are. And the video version is on uh, YouTube. And um, we'll put the link up. I don't know that we will. I have no idea if we have that capability, but I've always wanted to say that. We'll put the link up at the bottom of the screen. And uh, <laughs> we will really appreciate it if you act as a great news affiliate and tell your friends, tell your family, hey, there's this 20, 25 minute burst of positive energy that I like to expose myself to twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays. And it's called Great News with Kevin and Mike. And I really think you should do the same. We'd appreciate that. <clears throat> we would. Time for the outro? Yes, Kevin. Outro, you know what I'm talking about, bro. So say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues Cause Kevin and Mike just gave you all the great news